All right, well, I'm excited because we are starting a new series here called Relationship Goals, and I'll give you an idea what it's on. It's, look, this is pretty clever. It's about relationships. We're gonna be talking about relationships. It's gonna be good. I know you didn't know that. It's a big surprise. We're gonna be talking about relationships, all right? Who's excited to talk about relationships? I feel like the sixth graders might be like, eh, and the eighth graders are kind of like, oh, okay, maybe, but I know it's a lot of mixed reaction and that is cool. We've taken that into consideration, all right? But check this out. First, I wanna warn you of something when we're talking about relationships. We're gonna talk about some things in the coming weeks that a lot of you guys might be going through right now. Some of you will go through in the future and some of you might've already gone through and it's past and you kind of don't know how to feel about it. Maybe it was a relationship that went bad. I don't know, but we're going to talk about that stuff. All right? Who's on, who's on board with that? Well, look, we're going to discuss things that you're probably not going to hear about on TV. Your teachers might not teach you at school, and some of you, maybe your parents might not even tell you about. All right? We're going to be solely focusing, rooted in Genesis 2, the original relationship, Adam and Eve, the first man, the first woman, and God creating them to ultimately serve a purpose of glorifying him and to serve him better. But right now, with a show of hands, I wanna ask you guys a few questions, all right? First, raise your hand if in here you have seen a relationship before. That should be everyone, I would think. That should be everyone. So we can all say we've at least seen a relationship. Maybe it's a parent, maybe a grandparent. Maybe the only relationship you've seen is on TV. I don't know. But we can say we've all seen a relationship. All right, let's be real now. Who here, real talk, who here is in a relationship right now? Wow. All right. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. We've got some people in a relationship. All right, I got one more for you. I got one more for you. Who here, hey, you, gotta, you don't wanna miss this next one. Who here has seen a God-centered relationship? Who's seen someone that has been, or maybe you're in a God-centered relationship? God's at the root of that relationship. Maybe it's mom and dad, grandparents. Good. All right, here's another real one. Who here's been hurt by a relationship? Who here, maybe it was a heartbreak, hey, and maybe, maybe a relationship in your family went bad, I don't know. But I can say that we all here, whether we've seen a relationship or been hurt by one, we have an experience with a relationship. So if you raise your hand tonight, I wanna ask you, just this series in particular, tune in, lean in. Kind of see, because this is something that's gonna directly affect you in the coming years. Maybe there's some things that we talk about that you haven't experienced yet or you might not experience, but this is gonna affect you right now and really soon, so lean in. But let me start off with some advice. And this is gonna sound very old of me. I'm not that much older than you guys, but this is gonna sound old. I personally, look, put your rocks down, don't throw them at me. I personally don't think middle schoolers should be in a relationship. All right, yes, yes. 
Okay, but look, one day you will be, so look, at least we can be prepared. All right, so I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my story. In middle school, times were different. It was just not that long ago. I I can't even, it was some amount of years ago in the 2000s or something. I was, uh, I was maybe in one relationship all of middle school and me and that girl might have like high-fived in the hallway once, maybe. I, I think our moms made us get Christmas presents for each other and it was like a matching something. I don't want to talk about it. Um, so here, I'll tell you a little bit about my relationships from high school. I've had some relationships in high school that maybe is more relatable. So my relationship in high school or relationships consisted of two things. And as much as I hate to talk about it, it'll probably, it'll probably make sense to you guys. One, I was trying to date someone to gain popularity. I was trying to date that, that popular girl that everyone loved. That's who I wanted to be seen with. But here's the problem with that. I didn't really like going on dates. I didn't like spending money, so it kind of ended there. When it came time to go on a date, I was like, I don't really like, I'm kind of socially awkward, don't want to do that. So, never really worked. Here's another thing. I really, Instagram was just coming along when I was in high school. I really only wanted to be seen with that perfect picture so all the guys on the football team can be like, no way, he's with her, what? And that's, that's, that's truthful. And here's the problem with that. It all rooted in myself. It all rooted in what I wanted and what I wanted people to think of me and to to see of me. It was all rooted in myself and it would have never worked that way. I'm sure we can all agree that selfishness is no way that any of us would want to have a relationship. If you're going to want to get in a relationship, you're going to want that other person to not be selfish, but all of a sudden, uh, maybe we kind of still want to be selfish but they sure better not be, but uh, maybe, maybe I still want to be selfish. So tonight, I'm going to try to kind of talk about something the Bible talks about a lot. Check this out here. This is what God has to say about selfishness. Now, Philippians 2, 3, I encourage you to read all of Philippians. Read, read every bit of that book. It takes place in the New Testament. Now, Jesus has came He has left the earth, and now people are telling about what Jesus did on this earth. So let me read this. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Now, we never want to just read a random Bible verse and say, hey, I like what that says. I'm going to take that and put no context to it. Context is what gives a Bible verse meaning. If we're going to say a verse, we need to know what happened before the verse happened, before the verse was, was stated. So at this time, this verse was, was pinned to paper in Philippians. Paul was writing about Jesus specifically to other Christians about how Jesus lived his life on this earth and what Jesus thought about self-ambition. Now you might ask, what's, what's ambition? I don't know what ambition is. Well, I took the time to, to ask the great philosopher, Google, what ambition meant. And here's what Google told me. Google says, ambition is a strong desire to achieve something typically requiring determination and hard work. So we can paraphrase or rearrange Philippians this way. 
Philippians 2-3 by saying, work hard at making, don't work hard at making yourself look good. Work hard at making others more important than you, ultimately reflecting God to them. Also in James 3, verse 16, for where there is jealousy and self-ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. Where there is self-ambition, where people are looking to promote themselves, to make themselves better than everyone else, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. So in middle school, disorder and evil, it might look like this. Self-ambition could bring selfishness, of course. Could also bring bitterness, being mad at someone because they've got something or they're, they're dating that person you wanna date. Gossip, talking about them, trying to make them look bad. Lust, greed, these are all things that self-ambition, what the Bible says, what self-ambition will bring. But as we see in Galatians 5, and you can turn there if you want and read this, I'll just go ahead and say, living in the spirit, as Galatians 5 would say, or godly ambition, brings things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness and self-control, things that could never happen if our relationship or our life is rooted in self-ambition. So let me continue really quick. Let me continue with my story. So there was a, a relationship that did work out in high school. I actually went on the dates and we actually dated probably eight or nine months. This was as I was about to graduate. And I was still, unfortunately, rooted in self-ambition, kind of rooted in what originally didn't, the, the other relationships didn't work out for, rooted in only myself, not what God had to say, just kind of myself, doing my own thing. And that relationship ended. It ended and I didn't, even, I didn't expect it. I was so consumed with myself that I didn't expect the relationship to end. I didn't see anything wrong. At that point there, when that relationship ended, I decided that I was gonna put all my self-ambition aside, give it to God, and just focus on godly ambition. Just focus on living in the spirit, what God wanted of me. Now, I will say, I accepted Jesus into my life as a young, as a young kid, a lot uh, like you guys have. I was very young. I was a Christian. I was a Christ follower. But I had never put my self-ambition, what I wanted, what I needed, aside to let godly ambition control my life, to let God live through me so others could see. But at that point when that relationship ended, when I was a senior, actually I'd already graduated, it took that long, God finally started to use me because I had nothing to do with it. I was out of it. That's when things like God leading me to Westridge Church here happened. I would have never ended up here if it was on my own. That's when God led me to lead a small group of eighth graders 
back in 2014. That's when I went to Rush with my guys for the first year. I'd never been a part of anything like that. That's when God called me to a position here on staff. Once again, if it was up to me, that would have never happened. These are God's accomplishments. These aren't mine. This isn't anything that I had set up for myself. This is strictly, strictly God. I could have never done any of this on my own. And I forgot, I forgot one thing. That's when God led me to a girl here that I would eventually ask to be my wife. And she happens to be a leader here in middle school. All right, all right, listen, listen, listen. You gotta get this. So we started dating summer of 2014. And this past summer, this past summer, I asked her to marry me. It did work, but look, 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 look at this. We got it on video, and I want you guys to check out the video and see it for yourself. So, check out the screen. Right now, Hannah has no idea what's going on. She just got off work. She's headed home to get ready. She thinks that we're coming back here this afternoon to shoot a video about our relationship for student ministry. What she doesn't know is before I get to the last question, I'm gonna propose to her. She has no idea. We're gonna be sitting right there. Let's see what happens. So Tyler and I went to school together all through elementary school and up through high school, but we didn't actually know each other. We probably said hi to each other in the hallway or something. Um, we had a physics class together my junior year and his senior year, and I was wearing a pair of jeans that had a hole in them one day, and our physics teacher was a dress code stickler. And Tyler thought he was going to be funny and point out the hole in my pants and get me sent to ISS. So, so I, I ran as fast as I could to my football locker in the locker room, grabbed a pair of sweaty gym shorts and offered them up for her to put on. And luckily the teacher let her stay. So that could have been a lot worse. Our favorite memory, for, for me at least, would probably be as soon as we started dating, um, we had met, you know, again in the student ministry here. I was serving and she was serving. And we decided that, or she told me that the Little Mermaid was coming into town. So I went and got tickets and surprised her with them. We went to the show. She loved it. But after... Her feet were hurting. She was wearing heels. So after, I had to carry her from the Fox Theater all the way to the Varsity where we parked because it was free. That's still, that's, that's one of my favorite memories. I don't know if I have one favorite memory. We do go to the movies every Friday night so much that it's almost like the equivalent of eating and sleeping. So we have a lot of fun just going to the movies on Fridays. Yeah. So I think one of the things that was important for us whenever we started our relationship was just talking about what we expected out of our relationship and what we didn't want to happen from things that we saw that went wrong in past relationships. Um, and whenever we started our relationship, it was kind of in a pressured situation because we had just 
started dating and I was about to go off to college an hour away so there was that added pressure and so we had talked about how can we honor God and honor him with our relationship through working and being busy but still devoting our time yeah. to him um, I think it was important to us to serve we both were active in the student ministry and that's helped us really stay connected and have our relationship remain Christ focused and a lot um, me and her made it early on a, a point before we went on with a major decision um, ourselves. we decided to ask God what he thought uh, instead of going out on our own we prayed about it and uh, and prayed what we should do you know whether it was you know a certain situation of her being gone and me being home or her being home and me being gone, we prayed through those situations, and um, and it's really got us to, to where we are now. Um, and a lot of that, a, a lot of that, that uh, the prayer and and kind of trusting God to uh, to lead us to where we are now is actually why we're sitting here right now. Um, this actually doesn't have to do anything with student ministry. We're here right now for a different reason. He's been helping me. Everyone's been helping me. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Does my mom and dad know? Everyone knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We're engaged. Oh my gosh. You? I love you too. All right, so a couple things that I just want to go ahead and let you guys know. I actually never asked her, and the words never came out, but she knew what was happening, and she never said yes. It was like this moment where it just, it happened, and it, everyone's been asking me since we, we posted the video, like, did, so did you ever really ask her? I was like, yes, that's what that was. Like, well, did she ever say yes? Yes, that's what that was. But look, she, of course, she did say yes, and she didn't need me to actually ask her. But I will say this. Those are God's accomplishments. They're not mine. Even though that might seem great, it is. But that's, that's all God. God gets the glory for that. Because if it was up to me, I would be doing something selfishly through self-ambition, not, not living in the spirit, not godly ambition. So as we go through this relationship series, I hope that we're able to kick it off kind of lighthearted and, and me sharing my story, but I want to challenge you with two things. First, whatever relationship you're in, and relationships aren't just tied to a boyfriend and girlfriend, it could be a friend, it could be a relationship with your mom or your parent or your grandparent, if that relationship is rooted in yourself, that's wrong. We're not called to that. We read what that, what that would lead to. So identify that. Number two, I want you to ask yourself, if, if you're in a relationship right now, 
or you plan to be one in the future? Ask yourself, is, is this relationship, is it rooted in myself? Is it what I want my friends to see? Is it, do I feel like I have to do this? Do I feel like this is required of me right now? Or is this something that God has laid on my heart? Is this something where, where we're gonna, no matter what, glorify and uplift God's name through this relationship no matter what? So please, if you would, pay attention to this series. It's gonna be good. Hey, let's pray. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing me to have a story to share with others that only lifts your name up, not mine. God, I ask that as we go to small groups, that we would share our stories, we would be open, we would be bold, and we wouldn't, we wouldn't hold back. We would talk through if our relationships that we have right now, are they self-centered, are they, are they God-centered? And God, I ask if, if we might be sitting here and say, God, I have no idea what it looks like to follow Jesus or to have a relationship with him where I can carry it into a relationship with someone else. I don't know what that looks like. I asked it. We would get it tonight. We would, we would talk to our small group leader. We would discuss that with each other, with our friends, and we would uplift each other. And God, we do it all in your name and for your glory. We all said amen. Amen. amen.